Hi, everyone. Welcome to the How To Gurus, a podcast with everyday conversation from everyday people about how to do this thing called life. I am one of your co-hosts, Tiffany, and this is episode one. On this episode, you are going to hear Craig and I discuss why we started a podcast. So stay tuned and enjoy. We would also love if after you listen to this episode, you will please open your podcast listening app and like this episode, rate this episode. We would love a five-star rating. Also share this episode with your friends. We would love for other people to get in on this and join us along this journey. Here you go. Hey, Craig. Hey, Tiff. (laughs) This is episode one. One? Episode one of our podcast, The How-To Gurus. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully we make it through the recording and post it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, listener, this is episode one of The How-To Gurus. You found us on your favorite podcast streaming app and maybe you listen to our trailer maybe you follow us on social media we're on instagram at the how to gurus podcast so we thought we would take this first episode because we've had a lot of people ask us this question which thank you to all of our friends who are very supportive of us doing this we have posted some teasers and snippets on our instagram account and we got a lot of positive feedback. People are excited yeah. that we're doing this. They're excited to hear from us. And people are like, but what are you doing? What's it about? <laughs> what is your podcast about? What I'm is like, it? I don't even know. <laughs> Tell me more. I've had yeah. people telling me that. Tell me more. So why did we want to start a podcast? I think we wanted to start a podcast because we have so much free time that I just thought we need something to fill that with. yeah about that i'm not sure we have all kinds of free time but uh that's not why we started it yeah no not at all okay what's that no we don't have free time so we are very busy people but you and i um we do make time a lot to sit on the couch and watch a show that's kind of our unwind time like relax time almost every night we get to do that so that's nice so Um, just replace that yeah every single night instead of watching a show we're recording the podcast episode we're gonna get behind on the dvr (laughs) no but a lot of times instead of watching a show or before we watch a show like maybe we actually would have time to watch two or three shows but Instead, we watch a show and then we talk or we talk and then we watch a show and we just have a lot to say. And um, I feel like you and I talk really well together and we just solve all the world's problems together. And so why not record that and put that on a podcast? But what if they don't want to hear it? Then they don't have to listen. Okay. Yeah. We'll see how we'll see how long it lasts. Maybe people will like us talking to each other and solving all the world's problems or our version of solving them. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think God saying we solve all the world's problems is a little extreme. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're good at solving our problems to an extent. Are we great at it? <laughs> I said to an extent. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but seriously, we're a work in progress. We are. We are a work in progress. That's right. So I have been an avid podcast listener for years. I've I, never listened to one at all. <laughs> Literally, ever, never, ever, not even. No. It was the first time you ever opened your Apple podcast app the other day when we posted our trailer? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so I funny. I listen to music. Right. We're on some of the music apps. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, like but Pandora, mm-hmm. Spotify, iHeart. Yeah. Spotify does podcasts. Our son, our 12-year-old son, told us he listened to a podcast on Spotify. And I was like, oh, maybe I should listen to that podcast. I don't know. Yeah, he knows more about podcasts than I do, for he sure. He does. So uh, when we were trying out our microphones and our headphones and our recording and our audio mixer and all the things a few days ago he was all in. oh yeah he's all about that kind of stuff all in and we kept joking that he's our producer and our director and he we uh <laughs> for the listener we are recording in our bedroom because we're not fancy we don't have a podcasting room or a sound studio so he was on our bed setting up our daughter's tripod for a cell phone camera so that he could record our podcast because he was telling us that, which I already knew this, but a lot of people put their podcasts on YouTube so that not only can you listen to it through podcast apps, but you can also watch it on YouTube. But I have a better face for radio. <laughs> So maybe we we may not open So this podcast you think it'd be great for me, I guess. <laughs> it could be. It's like being on the radio, right? Yeah. Radio DJs. Yeah. <laughs> I told him I would look into it, the YouTube podcasting. I know a lot of podcasts I listen to say things like, check us out on our YouTube channel for different things, but listen. Would that make me YouTube famous? It could. Do you want to be YouTube famous? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know either. Look, I didn't even listen to a podcast and didn't know what a podcast was. So, you know, <laughs> I don't think I know what YouTube fa- famous really means. No, either. I don't think I do either. I'm sure it has something to do with the number of likes you get and all that kind of stuff, which I don't, I don't know. I don't really do YouTube really. No. I do get on See, YouTube for looking like when I was working on how to even do a podcast and create yeah. a website and all that. It's great for that. Yeah. But that's I use I it all the time for that. Yeah. But like the children, the young folk, they use it for entertainment. Well, I'm definitely not young folk. <laughs> no, never mind. We're not the young Back folk. in my day, <laughs> when somebody said they liked you, they literally <laughs> said they liked you, not liked. <laughs> they clicked a button. Like. Yeah, you don't click a button. Like you and told share. somebody face to face that you liked them. <laughs> you want to be friends? Check yes or no. <laughs> truly okay so back to i'm an avid podcast listener and have been for a lot of years Um, i have quite a variety of podcasts that i tune into very regularly and a lot of the shows i like um, i have one that i like where well more than one i guess where it is just a couple people going back and forth and talking about a certain topic or talking about their life and i find that interesting and then i have um, other ones i listen to where they, the podcast host interviews different people every week, and I think that's really interesting. And so I 
came to you and I don't even remember why and just said, I think that I would like to start a podcast and I could interview you because you know how to do a lot of things. Like you are so smart at so many things. Like if something breaks, you can fix it. If there's a question about how to get something done, you can figure out a way. Like you just know how to do all the things. And so I said, I, we should do a podcast and you can be the how-to guru and I'll interview you about how to do stuff. And you looked at me and you were like, what? <laughs> That's going to be weird. <laughs> I'm just going to tell people how to do things. You're just going to tell people. You're just going to instruct people on how to do things. And you said that. Well, that would be weird. And then you said, um, I think that could get boring. <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> but I did say in reference to that, or excuse me, in response to that, I did say that, but you have a lot to in return to give to people as well. There's a lot of things that you are definitely a, uh, what I would consider a professional at something that you do a lot of research on your own, do a lot of things on your own that, um, I think a lot of people could benefit from. So I think it could be a two way street. Well, thank you. You did say that. And so mm -hmm. you said that I did know how to do a lot of things too, like different ways maybe yeah. not the same kind of things and so so i get to interview you too right we can do a show together that'll definitely not make it boring not make it boring so we decided that we're going to do this together um we may have other people on that you interview just one other person or i just interview another person or we interview another person or people we, we have a really small recording studio so that'd be really <laughs> weird well we'll have to do that online Oh, yeah. See, see, I don't know how podcasts work. <laughs> you can use other channels, other avenues oh. to get other people. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Yes. But through your computer. Oh. Yeah. So you'll do it. It's an online interview. You know, nice. technology is amazing. Yes, it is. <laughs> so we decided that um, we would call it the how to gurus, not because we know how to do everything and not because we're experts at anything really or professionals at anything really but we are middle-aged we've lived a lot of life middle-aged <laughs> we are middle-aged ouch that sounds old i know for those of you who don't know us we're not young everyone listening to this right now knows us though <laughs> yes <laughs> and they would call me the old one and you'd be still young <laughs> hey, she doesn't look any different than she did when you got married what happened to you <laughs> But we're actually the same age. Yeah, well, for a few more weeks. So we're yeah, you're six months older than me, and we're coming yeah. up on your birthday. Um, but we are the same age, but we are middle aged, and we're not old. We're middle aged. Yeah. So we remember back when you were a kid and you saw somebody oh, that was middle aged. They were like trolled. ancient. Yes. Yes. Now I'm like that age, and I'm like, they're not old. <laughs> I'm still young. Well, to be fair, some of our peers, which would be the people, you know, in a similar age to us, are already grandparents. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like if they had kids young and then their kids had kids young. So we don't happen to fall into that category, but um, there are people our age who do. So, But we are middle aged, and so we've lived a good bit of life. We still have a good bit of life to live. There's a lot of things we don't know how to do a lot of things we are unsure about but I think something about both of us is depending on the subject 
if we want to know, we're determined to learn it and find out and do it. So so that's a good explanation of this. And I think that's where you were coming from, from my perspective is I'm just the type of person that I'm not going to pay somebody to do anything. Correct. If I have to pay somebody, I've really screwed it up. (laughs) Or I am so frustrated that I'm ready to throw something through a wall. So, I can't think of a time really when we've had to pay someone to knock on fix wood. something. I don't have anyone to knock on wood. <laughs> to really fix anything in our house other than like, um, like we had to have our HVAC replaced. Like that kind like of stuff. Like the entire thing replaced? Yeah. 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 Like we had to pay somebody to do that. You probably could have done that, honestly. Yeah. A lot of times you can't purchase those kind of things as without a certain license. Yeah. Yeah. So we did. um, But really, I mean, I can't think of another thing other than HVAC stuff. Um, Because we used to have to have our HVAC serviced before. And that was a license thing because you couldn't buy the The free on car stuff. Most all of our car stuff you can do every now and again. We have had to pay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just because I haven't had the capabilities and the specialty tools and the lifts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But if I can get it done in my shop, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll at least attempt it. Yeah. And I have attempted things and had to put it back together <laughs> only to take it to a shop to get it done. <laughs> and say, hey, I need you to do this. That worst one was the starter on that Honda you had. Oh, I remember you couldn't get it out. Yeah. I you got were it completely so mad. It was just like the exhaust hanging was in, in the, the way. cage. It was or just the hanging cage. right up in there and I couldn't get it out. And they had to go. You had, they had to take the exhaust off to get the starter out. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. What kind of car was that? It's a Honda Passport. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Are we allowed to say that? What? That the Passport? The brand name. Oh, this is this was not an ad <laughs> or a slam against them. No, it's it's it was not. just a fact yeah. of how that particular <laughs> model of car was. We're learning. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, you do not, we do not pay people to do things around our house. And that even goes for my, uh, roles that I've held for the most part in this family is, um, do you know how many people pay people to clean their house? Oh yeah. So many, so many. And I just can't do that. I'm like, no, I can, I can clean my house. So like, I've always done that. I, um, like do sale shopping um i'm a very thrifty girl in a lot of ways so that's you're thrifty yeah that's kind of a how-to thing because you have to do a lot of research to know what store has what on sale and remember when you did the big coupon thing oh my goodness sat for hours on the floor clipping coupons ordering like three or four papers that were the same paper so you get six coupons and had the folders and i do not miss that do not miss that. Yeah. That was like my part-time job. Yeah. And it's because I was mostly a stay-home mom. I had a very part-time job yeah. when I stayed home when our kids were little. And so I felt like saving money wherever else I could since I wasn't really bringing in very much income. I felt like I could help us by saving. So, yes, I bought two Sunday papers every Sunday on the way home from church and clipped coupons and you would even help me sometimes when I would get really backed up I remember that uh-huh and I would file them away in certain categories and I had like websites like people were blogging a lot yeah. back then and I would go to these coupon blogs that kind of told you like they what coupons about it last time I never have listened to a podcast on couponing they're probably out there there's literally a podcast on everything yeah. if you want to 
listen to it and hear it. Yep. So, yeah, I did that. And um, do you remember, you may not remember this, this wasn't exactly been in your wheelhouse, but there was a show on TLC, and it was some kind of a couponing show. It was like, basically, they were talking about. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) You're asking me if I watched a couponing show on TV. No, I don't think you watched it. But I don't know if you ever saw commercials for it. You no. know, like before there was a DVR They don't advertise situation. those on the sports channels. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there was some kind of a couponing show where they would video these couponers. And basically the coupon, it was always a woman. She would basically explain how she was doing it. Like how she clipped all these coupons and how she went to the store and how she bought like this cartload of stuff for like a nickel. And all this stuff. But it would be the most random things. Like she would clear the shelf out of like mustard. Like 30 things in mustard. Because she basically was getting paid to take them or getting them for a penny. I don't know. What did you do with them? Some of them had their whole garages. Like the garage was the store. They would just bring all this stuff home. They would give it away to family or friends. Or they would donate it to organizations depending on what it was. But... They were doing stuff like they were learning the, um, and they were saying this on national television, like they were learning on the coupon. It has like a barcode, you know, it has numbers. Uh-huh. They were figuring out that certain brands, like what their numbers were. So you could actually use the coupon for actually not that item. If it was that same brand that made another hmm. item. And so to me, that's kind of like cheating the system. Like if it says, 50 cents off mustard, but the manufacturer that mustard also makes paper towels. You shouldn't be able to use that on paper towels. Who knows? Anyway, they were using it for that. And so um, eventually couponing became a lot harder. And I heard someone else that I am friends with who couponed a lot then too. She felt like it was that show. Like it kind of messed it up for everybody. Well, I'd say so. They probably mm-hmm. coupon a lot. So anyway, that was a thing I did for a long time, and I'm really not sad that those days are behind me and that I don't coupon anymore. Um, but I did that for a long time, and now yeah. I do still sell shop though. I yeah. do sell shop, and yeah, you're very thirsty. I try, so that's something I'm good at. And we're raising kids, and um, I do read a lot about that and listen to podcasts about that, about parenting, about marriage, about I mean, from the time we had kids, I started reading books and blogs and websites and talking to friends and um, like, how do I do this? How to raise children, how to do this thing called life. So we're going to talk about it, all of it. Yeah. So that's where I was saying that there would definitely be something that when you talk about being a guru and you're just talking about me and all the things that I like to do and I try to figure out to do, Stuff like that, what you just explained about even just the couponing and stuff. You like research it and you're all in. So you just learn how to do that kind of stuff if it's something that you really would like to do and you want to, you need to do, you know, something for the family. So that's why whenever you said about that, I'm like, you're a guru in yourself too. So so that's why we are. We are the the how-to gurus. Plural. Plural. So it's going to be a fun adventure. We appreciate the support that we've received so far as we've made our announcements on social media and we launched our trailer and now we're recording our first episode. It's exciting. We have no idea what we're doing. No. 
<laughs> we're not professionals. We are not professionals. But we're gurus, so we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure right. out what we're doing. It might not be any good, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We'll just give it a whirl. We'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be fun. I like, um, we like to help people. I think that's both of our lane in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I like to, to listen to my friends and, um, I don't know, just, and to you and to our kids. And I just try to be a good listener and a good sounding board for others and, um, help them in those ways and just offer words of encouragement where I can. And I think this can be a good avenue for that to encourage other people just with our stories. I think that stories matter and, what we've been through in life matters. Like our story is not just like everybody else's. Everybody's story is unique. And absolutely, when it just encourages me to hear other people's stories because it can put your life into perspective. Like if what you're going through feels really hard and then you hear someone else who's gone through something similar and they're on the other side of it. Like that's always really encouraging. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think that this could be an avenue to to do that, to help people in that way. Yeah. And I've always enjoyed helping people. I'm typically the guy that most people will call and be like, hey, do you know how to do this? <laughs> yeah. Hey, something on my house and something, my light's flickering or my pipes are leaking or there's this weird smell. <laughs> you, do people call you and say there's a weird smell? I've gotten that a few times. <laughs> Hey, no one's ever called me and said, yeah. hey, Tiff, there's this weird smell in my house. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll call and be like, hey, I'm trying to put brakes on my car. Or I'm trying to, you know, got this weird noise in my car. And I don't know. I just guess I've always had a knack for piddling with stuff. I mm-hmm. might not know all the answers. might not be able to get it done or get it fixed, but I can at least try. So. You can. You've even had friends FaceTime you oh, while yeah. they were doing whatever it was they were doing because yep. you weren't necessarily like right next door or whatever, you yeah. know, so you have talked people through that over FaceTime. Those are definitely not the kind of calls or texts that I ever, ever receive. Mine are more like, so what would you do if your kid da 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 or... <laughs> What do you think about this situation with if a friend of yours said this or did this, what would you do? Or can you pray for me about such and such? And so I get a lot of those calls and texts and, and I send those too. Yeah. I have a, I have a group of friends that I reach out to and send those. So I think that's more common in women though than in men. And we'll get into that later. I think it's sure. so probably a different episode, <laughs> but I think as guys, we don't do that as much. Not that that's a good excuse because I've even talked to some of my friends recently and uh, we're trying to get that started a little bit more with us uh, in a small group uh, that just men don't typically have that. So just being able to get in there and doing that kind of stuff. So we'll see how that goes. That's also something new. I'm excited that you're talking to people about that because I think that is... It definitely is something that I see women do more. I think it's harder for men to open up just in general. So when you can feel safe with a group of friends, um, I think that that's a really good thing. It's just a healthy space. It's healthy for your mind. But I I didn't, I never realized that. And that's what we even talked about whenever I was talking to a couple of those guys that when I was younger, 
that just never crossed my mind. And it was mm-hmm. like, nah, I don't need that. <laughs> but now that I'm middle age, <laughs> um, it's just easier. And it's still not easy. Shouldn't put it that way. But it's easier to open up. And it's easier to be like, look, this is just how it is. This is you what do I'm find with. that as you get older? You find that? It's yeah, the easier. older I get, and I don't know, I think it's just something that, maybe it's the older I get, mm-hmm. I'm not speaking for all men, but the older I get, it's just like, it's probably just because of the things and experiences that we've been through and I've gone mm-hmm. through, but the older I get, it is easier. Now, I haven't, you know, like, poured out my heart and soul to everybody, but at the same time. Well, I don't know that you should do that to everybody. I know. <laughs> but at the same time, just being open and vulnerable with other men, I think that's something that is, it's hard for guys and it's hard for men, but um, I just think it's something that we just don't do and mm-hmm. we just don't have the, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It, we don't have the the ability. It's like we're not given that opportunity to mm-hmm. say, hey, guys. I'm struggling with this, you yeah. know, or, Hey, a text message, Hey, pray for me on this. Or, you know, we don't, you know, like I hear you talk all the time about talking to women and like something that Rylan or Taylor was going through, you mm-hmm. know, and you'd be like, Oh, will you please pray for me? Because we don't know what we're dealing with, with this. Mm-hmm. And I would never even cross my mind to text somebody and say, Hey, would you pray for us? Cause Rylan's dealing with this or Taylor's dealing with that. It just doesn't cross my mind at all, but yeah. it's like so natural. And I think that's more yeah. natural for women. It probably is more natural. And maybe it's just because of the roles that moms play versus dads, yeah. or at least in a lot of the circles that we're in. Yeah. Like I was home with our kids a lot. I was the one doing like setting their routine or helping them with it. So I was, I was with them more like yeah. when it became to behavior issues or schedule issues or what have you. And then when they started school, I volunteered at their school and most everything that I volunteered for, it was other moms that volunteered for it. I mean, occasionally there were dads, but there would be one dad and 10 moms, you know? So (laughs) I think that it's definitely, uh, women do tend to reach out more. And I also think there's just more, um, typically women are more social now for us. I'm not sure. I'm a social butterfly. You are very social. You are very social, but being social can be very surface. Yeah. So absolutely. So I do think that you as a guy are much more social than a lot of other guys that I see. Like you're happy to walk into a ball game or walk into a group of people and talk to them, especially if you know them. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm happy to do that too, but there's a lot of men who don't, they're happy to just sit in their corner or talk to that one other person that they know or whatever. And you might feel that on the inside, but you do not project that on the outside. So I do yeah. think you have that going for you. So I think that is a step in the right direction to be more vulnerable, to be in a group where you are. But I also think um, you and I were both raised in church and have spent our whole adult life in church. And when I think about church, there's so many women's groups. Oh, yeah. Like a women's class for this or a women's Bible study for this or a women's prayer time for this. And I've been involved in a lot of those things from very early adulthood. Yeah. And like from right when we first got married, I was in a lady Sunday school class at our church. And I learned so much from those women, like good and bad, like things that I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like that. Or... (laughs) I do want to be like that or, oh, I'm not probably going to reach out to her for advice, but I will do want to reach out to this other lady for advice. You know, like you learn that and 
you weren't learning that. Like, no. there wasn't like well, young yeah, men's, men's group. prayer breakfast once a month. At 6 a.m. At 6 a.m. <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> and a young 20-year-old did not want to get up at 6 a.m. on a Saturday if he did not have to and go eat breakfast with uh. a bunch of old guys. <laughs> and I am the old guy now. But Now you're the then, old guy and you still don't want to get up at 6 a.m. <laughs> no. No. Why don't no. they make it at 10.30? That sounds I don't know because it's not like they got anything else to do. Notice to all pastors or leaders of men's group or whoever plans these men's breakfasts, make it a brunch. Do it at ten thirty. No, that's what the ladies do. So they make brunches. They don't do six a.m. Yeah. things. Yeah, it's either in the evenings or it's like a brunch. A lot of evenings. It's a tea. Yeah. It's a tea. <laughs> <laughs> now, when was the last time I went to a tea? <laughs> you just did not too long ago. A tea? I did. Yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, it like, is. there it is. The light bulb <laughs> just went off. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the I light bulb to, just went off. I went to a bona fide tea party. Yeah. Yes, very unexpected, very fun. It was very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet, yes. And I took teenage girls with me um, because I uh, lead teenage girls at our church. And we are mentor parents. Yes, we are mentor parents to some precious 11th grade students at our church. And yep. um, a few of them went with me, and they did not know that it was going to be a tea party i did but i didn't tell them (laughs) (laughs) and they we just all laughed about how fun we it was and how sweet it was and yeah so that's true and it was all ladies it was teen girls and ladies yeah Yeah, it was not there were no men but it wasn't at 6 a.m in the morning it wasn't 6 a.m. in the morning. Oh, it so was that was not. going back to what you're saying. It was in the afternoon, like early evening. You're correct. You're correct. But I do think that's a lot because typically in the past, I don't think it's much in today's day and age, but typically in the past, the men were the ones that were the breadwinners and mm-hmm. they were going out and they had to go to work. So the only time that they could do something was early, early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And most of them, they didn't do that throughout the week because they had to go to their jobs and had the full-time job so saturday was it so they would go early on saturday morning because they had all their chores to do at the house the farm the whatever you know yeah. they were getting stuff done so they did that but today's day and age is different it's very true i think that you're dead on traditional when you think about traditional Traditions. roles like husband father wife mother that's exactly what's happened but in this day and age we've come so far that it doesn't no. have to be like that anymore no. because jobs are so not traditional no. anymore. And um, most of the time, both spouses work, both parents work, at least some, maybe not full right, time. Right. But for the most part, and even the parents who don't work, lives are still so much busier than they used yeah. to be because kids are involved in so many more things yeah. than they used to be. So that's So, yeah, the men need to figure out how to get together well, more that's what and we're so working on, i'm glad that sure. y'all are it's like a small i think six seven guys right now mm-hmm. yeah. we're seeing how it's like just in the starting stages i've got a good friend that's starting it so good i'm glad he like texts out the six seven guys and, and it was like an astounding you know like everybody's like yeah 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 so that's we'll so see exciting. how it goes this is I'm breaking not, news this is yeah, the first time news. hearing about it yeah i'm excited for you so, so we'll see so that's the podcast. We're going to just talk about all the how-to things. Craig's going to get real in touch with his feelings and get real <laughs> vulnerable and share all the how-to of being a man with emotions. <laughs> but seriously, 
some of our episodes could be emotional. I don't know. We could yeah. get we could get really vulnerable and share some stuff. Yeah. And some of them might just be silly. This one's probably just a little silly. We're just going back and forth and it's a mix of everything. Yeah. We're just trying yeah. to enlighten you guys on what to expect from us. We really appreciate everyone who is listening. We appreciate the continued support. Um, you can please look up this podcast on your um, favorite podcast app and like it if your podcast app allows and that. share it share it um i know on apple you can give it five stars and that helps boost the podcast um kind of the top of the list so if you want to like it give it five stars share it um find us on instagram at the how to gurus podcast and share that um, we would really appreciate it because we're going to do at least a few episodes and see yeah. how it goes. So this is episode one. It's just supposed to be fun. Just supposed to be fun. I like talking to you. So yeah. we can do this a little bit more and just record it. We're doing it anyway. So might as well yeah. put a microphone in front of our face. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening. Till next time. Till next time. And that's a wrap for on episode one. Till next time, we would love it if you would subscribe to the How To Gurus on your favorite podcast listening app. Don't forget to rate and review us. Thank you.